millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Grand Rising. I read on a comment today that someone says, wow, I saw you um, smiling. That's the first time I've seen you smile since 2020 when I started following you. And I think I smile a lot, just not in my 2020 days. Those were my days of (laughs) being a warrior spirit. Grand Rising fam, we're doing Manifesting Monday on Tuesday of this week. Today, we are going to be doing, um, we're going to be talking about our own suffering, which how it ties into manifestation or how it uh, deters us from manifesting. So if that's what you want to listen to today, then listen to this. It's a weird day. It's here on Tuesday, but yesterday felt like Sunday. So technically today feels like Monday. Hi, everybody that's joining. I'm in a really goofy mood today and I just looked over and there's actually a TV on my wall that is never, I've been in this place for a year and a half. 
probably longer than that. And I never turned that TV on. So I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to put an art piece there because I don't like TVs. I don't like what they project. I don't like the energy that they give off, even though it's unplugged. The reason why it was unplugged is because it turned itself on five times. So I permanently unplugged it. So realistically, I think that I should get a piece of art there because that is something that would make me happy to look at instead of the black mirror. And we all, many of us know what the black mirror represents. And I don't want that representation in my house. I just don't. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about the journey to find the root cause of our suffering. That's our own minds. That's our own minds. Um, but before we get started on that, I yes, art. I posted last night, um, Reinhard somebody. He's like 83-year-old man, and he is a very wise soul. And he said, the longest journey that we'll ever take that we'll ever take in life is from our head to our heart. And I resonated with that a lot because many of us think so much, and this is when we're going to talk about the root cause of suffering. We talk so much about um, the ego and the mind, but how do we move down to operate more from the heart? When we operate more from the heart space... We're doing the things that we truly, truly want, right? When we come from the head space and the ego space, we're doing things from a place of fear and protection. But if you're doing something from the heart, you're really doing it because you truly feel into that. You feel that it's the right thing to do. You feel that you're being guided where the heart and, or I'm sorry, the mind and the ego is going a million thoughts a minute to try and talk you out of things or to try and tell you that it's not a good idea, it's not safe. And again, we can get in trouble with coming from our heart, but at least we know that it is coming from a good space or the right space, right? Technically or not technically. So let's start. Sending good vibes from Melbourne, I love it. I was in Melbourne four years ago, probably, the summer, whatever, yes, 2019. I was there. Grand Rising. That's why it's so important to do things that light you up. What lights you up? He said the easiest way to shift your vibration or to raise your vibration is going from your head to your heart. Going from your head to your heart. Because when we have the time to think about things and allow things to ruminate in us all the time, we're not really going from the heart space. We're going from the mind and what we feel is logic. But then ego always kind of gets in the way of that. Hi, Shell. You know, that... Oh, maybe I should do this. And then your ego takes over. Nope. You know what happens when you did that? This could happen if that happens. Then we start to come from this egotistical place and it's not coming from the heart space. So people have a hard time letting go of their suffering. Out of fear of the unknown, they prefer suffering that is familiar. How many people, raise your hand, can relate to that? People have a hard time letting go of their suffering. Out of fear of the unknown... We actually prefer suffering because it's familiar to us. Most people don't even really think of it this way. But we prefer to just stay in the comfort of our suffering because that is comfortable. We're comfortable knowing that all these bad things are happening or all this bad stuff has happened and I'm operating from that. I'm just going to leave that alone because it's comfortable to me. But if I go to changing my thought process to I only great things happen to me. That is the unknown that you're walking into. We're walking into 
Drinking was that for me. Been there. Ouch. Right? We're getting... Yes. It's much more comfortable for me to say, you know, yeah, I, I just have a lot of anxiety. I'm really depressed. Like, it's a lot easier for us to stay sunken into that feeling of suffering because what? It's our story, right? We have to tell that story to ourselves and to the world. And we get to stay comfortable. Yeah, like, I'm good here. And when someone tries to pull you out of that, it makes you uncomfortable. It might, might make you resentful to a person that's trying to get you out of this state. They prefer suffering that is familiar. So Buddhists say that anytime we experience a negative event in our lives, two arrows fly our way. Being physically struck by the arrow is painful, right? Being physically hit by something is painful. Being struck by a second emotional arrow is even more painful because that is our suffering. And many of us stay in that state of suffering long after the wound is healed, right? If something bad happens to you, again, you get struck by something, someone hits you or, or, or you're in a, in, a, in a physically abusive situation, that physical feeling or abuse or pain goes away, but the emotional pain stays with us long after that, which is our suffering. So that is the part that is optional, is the suffering part. We get to choose whether we want to stay in the suffering and continue that story, or if we want to heal that emotional wound, heal that stuck emotional energy to free ourselves from that so that we can then move forward in life to have a more expansive life in whatever way that looks for you and you could actually manifest a much better life. When we stay in that stuck being struck the second time, which is emotionally, when we choose to stay in our own suffering, what can we do? We can only create more of the same thing. We can't be in a state of suffering and stay in that mental state that you're the victim, but then also become the victor in your reality. It doesn't work that way unless you decide to shift your entire mindset and say, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of my own shit. And then we step into our power and we say, I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to get a blank piece of paper. And I'm going to write down my new story. Literally write down your new story. What it is that you want to attract. My boobs are all over the place today. Really what, write down what it is that you want to attract into your life. And decide that's your story. You can decide that that is your story. Or you can decide that I'm a victim and everybody does bad things to me. And I'm always left and nobody cares about me. We actually have a choice. You don't have to live in this perpetual state of victimhood. Again, because it's comfortable. Oh, it's, it's just, yeah, you know, she did this to me and I just don't believe in love anymore. You can literally choose the story or you can say, I was really hurt badly in a relationship, but I know that I'm loved. I know that I'm worthy of love. I know that I am a god or I'm a goddess and I'm going to walk in that energy, right? The Buddha explained in life, we can't always control the first arrow, which is the pain, the physical pain. However, the second arrow is our reaction to the first. The second arrow is optional. We can heal the physical pain, right? We can heal the physical pain. The second arrow, which is the emotional, which is our own suffering, is optional. How long are you going to stay in your own shit? How long are you going to say, this person hurt me? That happened to me. How long are you going to do that? Hey, my sister's on. Maybe she wants to tell us some things today about our own suffering. But today is my nugget's 10th birthday. 
Maybe she came on here to tell me happy birthday from Leah. So the second hour was optional. When I first heard this quote from Buddha a few years back, I was confounded because although I understood what he meant, I didn't know how I could apply this to my own life. If anybody were given the clear choice of suffering and not suffering, I don't think anyone in their right mind would choose to suffer. <laughs> I guess that means no. I guess that face means a no. She's not going to come on and have fun with us today. How can I just choose not to suffer? If it were as easy as that, I don't think anyone would be suffering anymore. It wasn't until years later that I came across a new understanding where suffering comes from that I was able to stop it at its source. Again, where does that come from? It comes from the mind. It's most difficult to unload family members. What do you mean unload family members? Jen, you're being boring now. We're just going to skip to chapter two. One who looks around him is intelligent. One who looks within him is wise. So you know we talk about a manifestation that you don't allow the three-dimensional reality to really affect you. How, how can that possibly be? How could you not be affected by the world that's happening around you when you have an understanding of the way your consciousness just prints out into your 3D reality what you've been thinking, then you're like, oh, I can change that. I don't care what's happening out there because I created that circumstance. So if I created that already, then I can recreate a different reality. One who looks around him is intelligent. One who looks within him, him is the wise one. If we can look within ourselves and know that we could change our three-dimensional reality, that's wise because we know that we are so powerful that we can actually change the projections of reality. Because again, it's like a projector screen. Whatever you're filming on your, on your film of, of reality in your mind is the reality that you're going to experience in your three-dimensional world. We li This is... We live in a world of thought, not reality. Thought is not reality, yet it is through thought that each of our realities are created. What are our thoughts that we dwell on all the time? Because that's what you're going to see in your reality. The thoughts that play on your tape of consciousness all day long, that's what you're going to experience in your reality. That is what you're going to experience in your reality. Thought is not yet reality, yet it is through thought that our realities are created. Each of us lives through our own perception of the world, which are vastly different from the person right next to us. I appreciate you too. Have an amazing day. Jim, purpose, belief. So, we could be having a totally different... We're, okay, I'm sitting next to somebody, and this is the example that they're giving. I'm sitting next to somebody in a coffee shop. We're in the same world right around us. But we're experiencing reality completely different. They're saying an example of this. You could be sitting in a coffee shop having a quarter life existential crisis. Completely stressed out of your mind about how you have no idea what you're doing with your life. When it seems like everyone else has their shit together. I put that part in. Well, the person next to you is happily enjoying their coffee. Peacefully people watching. How is that possible? I'm literally, I am reading from don't believe everything you think. I'm literally in the same space of reality. But both of our realities are totally different. I'm looking out the window. I'm saying the, seeing the same thing as the person next to me. I might be drinking the exact same cup of coffee that the person next to me is drinking. But our experiences are completely different. The only difference is 
the way that you're perceiving your reality and the way that you're creating your reality in your mind. Someone could say, this is the best cup of coffee I've ever drank. I'm so grateful for this. And someone else could say, this coffee tastes like shit. This is the worst cup of coffee I've ever had. This just ruined my day. Right? You like my personal input. Don't Thank you, whoever. Karen, you're always crushing it for me. Thank you. Pin the comment. Don't believe everything you think. That's the book. So that is how we create reality is by our own perception of what we believe reality to be. Best cup of coffee, someone else works cup of coffee. We're in the same exact place. It's all according to our minds and how we view things. I'm in a fresh breakup like two weeks and I'm trying so hard, but so hard not to think about how it could not how it could have worked. I'm also reading that book right now, but damn, breakups are hard. Not. Yes. So when we're in those states of heartbreak, because when I'm in that state, nobody's getting me out except for me. But again, we go back to believing or thinking that our thoughts create So what in our reality created maybe this person to come in? What in my reality created it to possibly not work? What was I thinking about all the time for this reality to manifest? Side bar. Okay. Let's go on to the next bulletin. Okay. This is a really good one. Okay. Thoughts create, and I did a thing about this before. Thoughts create, thinking destroys. What do we think that that means? Thoughts create, thinking destroys. We can have a thought. And it could be a negative one. Let's just say, oh my God, you know, why is this happening to me? And you just let it pass. And instead of starting to think about that thought, which causes rumination, right? We start to ruminate about this one thought over and over and over again. And that's the key to impressioning your subconscious mind. And when you impress your subconscious mind, that is then when you create this in your reality. Thoughts create. Thinking about the thought is what destroys. So if your thoughts create and you're having these great thoughts, and then you start thinking about these great thoughts, that's not going to destroy. That's going to create something great. But thoughts create thinking destroys when it comes to negative things. When you when you think a thought, they're having like a barking party outside. I don't know what's going on. When you start, when your thoughts, you know your thoughts create, if you're having a negative thought, and then you continue to think about the negative thought, thinking destroys. The reason thinking destroys is because as soon as we begin to think about the thoughts, we cast our own limiting beliefs, judgments, criticisms, Programming and conditioning onto the thought. Thinking of infinite reasons as to why we can't do it and why we can't have it. Well, definitely have not thought about it that way. It makes perfect sense. It does. So the reason thinking destroys is because as soon as we begin to think about that one thought that could just pass and leave us, we cast our limiting beliefs on it. Say you think about a person and you're like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this person. This person is amazing. This person is perfect for me. And instead of letting that pass, 
all of a sudden you cast your limiting beliefs. Yeah, but that person could never love me. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough for this person. Like, I don't have enough money for this person. Judgment. You start to judge that thought. You start to criticize it. Yeah, but I'm, I, I just don't look good enough. Like, maybe if I go to the gym longer, like, then I could pursue this relationship. Programming. What is the programming in your mind from a childhood? From your childhood. Programming. Oh, yeah, this relationship will never work. I could never really have this. You know, my parents always told me that people always end up divorced. That's your programming. Conditioning onto the thought. Thinking of the infinite reasons why we can't have it. Why we can't do it. Why we can't go after this job. Why we can't build this house. I just don't have the money. How am I going to ever afford this? Bills are going to be too high. Thoughts create, thinking destroys. Thoughts create, thinking destroys. For anybody that just joined, that's your message of the day. Without thinking, we prevent all negative programming and judgments from tarnishing the initial thought of what you want to create. Without thinking, we prevent all negative programming and judgment. Some, For some of us, for many people, it's very difficult to not ruminate on your thoughts, to not have obsessive thoughts. And that is a sign of imbalance. Whether it's in the mind, whether there's emotional stuff that's stuck in there, or whatever it is. If we have that suffering where we're constantly thinking of the same thoughts over and over again, that's not a healthy mind. That's not coming from a balanced place. Not give negative thoughts momentum. Exactly. As soon as you, let's just give an example. Uh, these are thoughts of creation. Thoughts are inherently infinite, expansive, and energetically positive. These are thoughts of creating. They're inherently infinite, they're expansive, and they're energetically positive. Now, these are things that we can start thinking of. We can have that thought of creation, right? And you want it to be a positive experience. If it's not a positive experience, that is when the thinking starts to destroy. You'll know you are having thoughts from the, the divine. When you feel positive emotions, you feel lighter and alive. But if you're starting to think of things that feel negative, that make you feel heavy, that make you feel hopeless, helpless, that's knowing that you're starting to think on a path of destroying rather than creating. You'll know when you're having thoughts from the divine, when you feel positive emotions, you feel lighter and you feel alive. As soon as you begin thinking about thoughts of ways you can make the money you want, you'll immediately feel heavy, restricted, limited, along with a whole onslaught of negative emotions. This is how you'll know if you're thinking. I use my feelings as an internal radar that tells me whether I'm getting direct downloads of thoughts from the universe or God, or if I'm in my head thinking about my thoughts. So if you use that internal radar, is this thought making me feel positive, light, expansive? Or is this thought making me feel constricted is this thought making me feel negative like i don't know if i could have it as soon as you can tell from that internal radar which direction you're going you can either start thinking because you're having the creative thoughts you're having the divine thoughts or you can stop that thought and it's tracking just replace it with something positive and say i'm not going to feel this heaviness i'm not going to feel this negativity 
not going to feel this doubt. Thoughts create, thinking destroys. You can only ever feel what you're thinking. You can only ever feel what you're thinking. So if you don't allow that negative thought to become the thinking part of it, it's not going to affect you in the same way. That Dominic, then assume the state desired. Assume the state of the wishful. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now that you want to live in assume it you already assume something bad's going to happen so what would happen if you assumed something good was going to happen to you maybe your life would change maybe there's a lot of dog barking doggies out there today So feelings and emotions are like an intuitive internal dashboard, which tells me if I'm thinking too much or not. If I'm having a lot of negative emotions, I know that I'm thinking too much. This is another example of how we're naturally built for success. Okay, now let's go to the next point. That's my favorite one, actually. Just saying. Okay. If we can only feel what we're thinking, don't we need to think positively to feel that way? I mean, I'd say yes. We are only ever one thought away from peace, love, and joy, which come from a state of no thought. Because it's just a being. Come from peace, love, and joy is a being. We don't have to think about, well, when we get to this state, we don't have to think about being peaceful, loving, and joyful. Because it's just a state of being. Right? But up up until that point, it's not a state of no thought necessarily. It's a state of progression. It's a state of effort. Right? Because if we come from really, have really negative programming, and we notice that our whole entire, like our own universe is very negative, then we have to put effort into being peaceful, loving, and joyful. But once we get into that state, 
where you're like, you ain't stealing my piece today, mother effer, right? Uh, you're full of love, you're full of joy, and you just go out into the world with that expectation that everything's peaceful, loving, and joyful. You're in a state of no thought because that's just what you are. That is just what you are in the same way that if you're just negative, that's not a state of no thought though. When you're in a negative pattern, you're always thinking about more negative things. But when you're in a state of peace, love, and joy, you're just enjoying. You're not, you're not ruminating. That part wasn't in the book. You're not ruminating about how peaceful, loving, and joyful everything. You're not obsessing over it because you just are it. Right? You just are it. But if you are just negative, I can guarantee you're thinking about all the more negative things. You're looking for negative things. You're looking for somebody to cut you off so you can put up your middle finger to them. You're looking for things. Feel it real in your thoughts and start... Oh, feel it real in your... If your thoughts start down a dark path, you can tune your dial to the station of your choice on a higher vibration. It's a choice. It is a choice. It is a choice. But when you're in the state of no thought and you just become peaceful, loving, and joyful, you just get to chill there. You're just there. Right? But if you're always in a state of negativity and low vibrations, like you're always going to look for reasons to be mad. You're always going to look for reasons to curse people out. You're always going to be looking for reasons to fight with someone. I know plenty of people that are like that. They love to look for reasons to aggravate somebody, even if it's an unconscious thing, but they just have to create chaos. I was there. I used to do it a lot. In my relationships, I would love to create chaos. Not that I would love it, but it was just a programming that I had to create chaos. Like I, I had to, it, if it was, it, if it was peaceful too long, like I couldn't stand it. It was like, this is too normal. I got to create madness, right? But once you have an understanding of like where you're coming from, you start to notice your own bullshit. And you're like, we're not going to do this again. And it creeps up every now and then. Like, I'll just pick a fight with somebody for no reason whatsoever. It happens, right? Am I, am I trying to move towards being in a state of peace, love, and joy? More often than not, I am now. Instead of the opposite of just like always being in a negative space or always thinking like I don't have this. Coming from lack. Come from abundance. It's abuelita for me. Okay, so I guess that person is very triggering. There's a caveat that I haven't mentioned yet to the principle that we can only feel what we're thinking. The more accurate way of describing it is that we can only ever feel negative emotions when we are thinking. We can only ever feel negative emotions when we are thinking. Like if something happens to you during the day that's kind of shitty, you're just like, oh, that sucks. And then you let it go. You can't, you're not going to feel the effect of that negative emotion because you just let it go. You know, <laughs> I went to UPS the other day. This is just a prime example. I went to UPS the other day and I didn't have my return label printed out. And I looked online to say, if I go to UPS, will they print out my shipping label? And it said yes on there. So I go in there and these were the two most helpful, I mean, not helpful, sorry, not helpful people in the world. They just could have cared less that I was in there. And I was like, it says on your website that you'll print it out. They're like, yeah, go use the computer, go log in. I'm like, and then I'm like, oh my God, I don't have my email password. I had to reset my password. This is all in the UPS. And I let it get the best of me. Like I was so mad after I left there to print out this stupid thing, right? 
And then I got in the car and Julie, who is my coordinator for my retreat, called me and I was just like, I was so mad. And then I just heard her voice and I just like totally let it go. I could have let that ruin the rest of the course of my day. If I was just in a negative spiral or if I was just one of those people that just always likes to just ruminate in negativity, I would have allowed that. I was so annoyed by it, but I let it go. Negative, we can only ever feel negative emotions when we are thinking. I could have thought about it, but like those who were such assholes, like why couldn't they have just helped me? And very insignificant, clearly. But there are many people who will just stay in that negativity all day long and then more negative things will just throw themselves into their pathway. The goal isn't necessarily to completely stop feeling negative emotions. Some of the negative emotions can be helpful, such as feeling fearful when we decide to walk down a dark alley at night. Right? I think that's more common sense that it's not like, oh, just think positive all the time and just do dumb things because we're thinking positive like that. No. We have to have our instincts. We have to use better judgment in terms of survival. These negative emotions are only helpful to to us in terms of survival. But if we don't constantly encounter life or death situations, negative emotions are more unhelpful than helpful for most of us. I was not in a good spot when I woke up, but put on classical music and felt better. Classical music is an amazing way to raise your vibration. So there are so many things that we can do to change the course of our day or to change the course of our thinking. If we change the course of our thinking, we're going to change the course of our day. So let's just do talk about that domino effect. Then remind yourself of the law of gestation. Okay, let's see what else that I highlighted in here. Okay. This is a, this is a good one too. Our natural state of being is joy, love, and peace. Our natural state of being is joy, love, and peace. If our natural state of being is joy, love, and peace, how many people walk around with the opposite feeling of that? Our natural state of being, joy, love, and peace. So therefore, what is creating all the chaos in our lives? Our programming, right? The way that we think about things, we create our own suffering. We create our own suffering. If we could just understand that part, then we could get out of it. Our natural state of being is joy, love, and peace. Therefore, any thinking that we do will only take us away from those natural states of being, which is why whenever we feel extremely stressed, we're having a lot of thinking going on. The strength of the negative emotion we feel is in direct proportion to how much thinking we are doing in the moment. This book makes so much sense. I want to like throw my computer out the window. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to read that last sentence again. The strength of the negative emotion we feel is in direct proportion to how much thinking we're doing in the moment. The negative emotion can only be as strong as how much thinking we're doing about it. But if we, if we continue to think about this one negative thought, this one negative thought, I'm thinking about it, getting more angry, more angry, the strength of that emotion can only get stronger. The more we think about it, the more we think about how angry we are or how sad we are or how heartbroken we are. Right? That's how much strength that that negative emotion has inside of us is how much we are thinking about that in the moment. 
On the other hand, the intensity of the positive emotion we feel is inversely proportional to the amount of thinking we're doing in the moment. In other words, the less thinking we have going on, the stronger the positive emotion we feel in the present. So if we're at a place and we're like, say you're at a concert or you're somewhere that makes you super happy and you're like just so elated. We're not thinking about over and over again, like how happy we are. Like sometimes it's like, oh my God, I'm so like grateful that this, like how amazing this is. But we're not thinking about it over and over again. Like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Maybe some people do that. I don't know. But I think generally speaking, when you're in the moment of doing something that makes you feel amazing, you're just feeling it. And you're just delighted by it. But if you're in a very negative state or very negative emotion, you're thinking about it over and over again. You're thinking about that negative emotion over and over again and re-experiencing it. But when you're in a state of joy, peace or happiness or love, you're literally, you're in that moment. You're so in the moment. I'm buying this book today on Amazon. Shell, it's pretty life-changing. I was reading it. I'm like, why are you making so much sense right now? Get out of my head. (laughs) It's always easy to be happy when you're surrounded by sunshine and flowers. To see the truth in this, recall a few other memories you had when you were extremely stressed and anxious and see how much thinking was going on at the moment. How much thinking was happening when you were in a really, I mean, all the thinking was happening. So much thinking was happening that your head almost explodes. That's how much thinking is happening. Think of a time you're really stressed out. Think of a time when you were heartbroken. Think of a time when things were really, really hard for you. You're stressed about money or whatever it is. How much thinking was going on? All the thinking that could possibly ever happen was going on. That's the answer. But when you're in that positive state, when you're in a state of love, bliss, joy, how much thinking is going on? None, because you're in the moment, you're enjoying it. You're enjoying it. Shall, well, we can get ourselves out of it, right? We can absolutely get ourselves out of it. Take about one to two minutes to do this and recall a few memories where you were at your happiest or felt the most joy and love and see how much thinking you had going on at that time. None. Like you really, you don't have thinking going on when you're feeling joy and love and happiness. Okay, have an amazing day. Let's continue. An analogy that my coach taught me that helped crystallize this concept was to imagine our mind has a speedometer like a car. But instead of miles per hour, it is thoughts per minute. The more thinking we have going on, the higher the thought-o-meter goes. And if we have enough thinking going on, it'll go into the red zone. This is when we're extremely stressed, burned out, frustrated, and angry. So we get to think of how our speedometer is working. If it's going up and it's going really, really fast and all these thoughts are making you go crazy, then you're in the red zone and you're in a really stressed out state. But if you can lessen the amount of thoughts that you're having about something so that it doesn't go into the thinking phase where we're really stressed out, we can say, yeah, this really sucks, but something better is going to happen. Oh my God, this is the worst day ever, but I know it's only going to get better. We have the choice of where our thought-o-meter is going to go. Are we going to go into the red or are we going to go and slow down our thoughts to where it's just one thought and we allow it to pass? It literally can make a person feel sick physically. Exactly. Absolutely. It is not the content of our thinking that causes us stress, but that we are thinking, period. 
That's another good one. It is not the content of our thinking that causes stress, but the thinking that we're doing, period. The amount of thinking that we're doing, period, is what causes us stress. We could have a really bad thought and think about something that really awful that happened to us, but if we allow that thought to pass and we don't allow it to get into the thinking phase, it's not going to affect us nearly as much as when we start to think about it and we relive it in our mind. Because when we relive it in our mind and consciousness, it's going to eventually play out again somewhere in your reality. That's a good one. It makes me think to when memories are stored and where. Yes. The author of the book, shit, I don't know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you at the end. It has a picture of like a head and then like a drawing of like squiggly things out of the head, I think. Sorry, that's not that helpful. The amount of thinking we have going on is directly correlated to the magnitude of stress and negative emotions we are experiencing experiencing at any given moment. When you're experiencing a lot of frustration, stress, anxiety, or negative emotions, just know that it is because you're thinking. And the intensity of those emotions is directly correlated to how much thinking is going on. How much thinking is going on that's causing your own suffering? That's the question. If you allow your thought to go to thinking, when it's a negative one, that is when we cause our own suffering. Therefore, it is not what we're thinking about what is causing us suffering, but that we are thinking, period. Okay, the author is Joseph Nagayan or Gayan. I always screw that up. Guys, the book is pinned. Do we not see the pin comment? Is the pin comment not there? Because it's still there on my end. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Most of the things we worry about never actually happen. Well, that's partially true. Whenever we ruminate with thoughts, they play out into our reality somewhere. It might not be the exact thought, but it's then attracting people that maybe resonate in the same frequency or similar similar situations to the things that we are thinking about because that's just how our reality our matrix system works right okay karen you can see the pen thank you okay so again therefore it's not what we're thinking about that is causing us suffering but it's that we are thinking about it all day long right to summarize, we do not have to try to think positive to experience love, joy, bliss, and any positive emotions we want because it's our natural state to feel those emotions. The only times we don't feel natural, that we don't naturally feel these emotions is when we begin to think about the thoughts we're having, thus blocking the direct connection to infinite intelligence and we feel stressed, anxious, depressed, and fearful. So it's not about the content of our thinking, but that we're thinking, which is the root cause of suffering. And that's pretty powerful shit, if I might say so myself. It is not about the content of our thinking, but that we're thinking, which is the root cause of our suffering. The intensity of the negative emotions is directly correlated to the amount of thinking we have going on in the present. The less thinking we have, the more space we create for positive emotions to naturally surface. It's still pinned on my end. I don't know why it's not pinned for you guys. Again, the last sentence, the less thinking we have, the more space we create for positive emotions to naturally surface. And that's true. Thank you, Karen. I missed you guys yesterday, too. Yeah, I forgot to talk about my neck. 
See, when I turn it like that, I can still feel the nerve pain a little bit, but it's 90% better than it was yesterday. So thank you for <laughs> reminding me. See, when I'm not thinking about my suffering, I'm not suffering. But if I'm all day, I'm like, oh, my neck hurts, I have a headache, and I am focused on that negative feeling, I can only create more of it because it's already in, my, it's already in there. Right? I'm thinking about it, so it's only going to create more suffering. But if I'm not thinking about it, right, like I'm not thinking about it, I wasn't thinking about it. So I don't even think about the fact that it might be still a little bit of pain until I literally think about it and start moving my head around. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's there, but I'm going to let it pass. Or I could sit there all day and say, oh, my neck hurts. It's still not better. I still feel like this. No. Rock tape. Okay, I'll look into that. I've never heard of that one. Again, I'm just going to repeat this last sentence before we conclude or before we wrap up, rather, for today. The less thinking we have, the more space we create for positive emotions to naturally surface. So if we're not sitting there thinking about negative thoughts all day long, we actually do create room to like enjoy the, the small things in life. <laughs> right? We can't have space for these natural emotions, which are love, joy, peace. If we're constantly bombarding our spaces with negativity. But when you stop, start to cut back on the amount of thinking you allow yourself to do, you allow the thought to pass and say, okay, I recognize it. I see that it's there, but you're not raining on my parade today. Then it allows space for you to look out in nature. Like I hear birds right now. Enjoy like just very small things that bring you more into a state of gratitude than into a state of negativity and how my life sucks and I don't have money or, or whatever it is that you think about all the time. Create more space by less thinking. So you can go into your natural state of being, which is love, peace, joy, and all the more positive things, right? So I think that's good for today. I'm glad that I got to do this because um, I missed it yesterday. I actually miss it if I miss a a, um, a day. You know, I totally miss it. Because this helps me start my week, too. Um, I'm going to repost this. So if you want to watch it over again and listen to me, you know, talk about not ruminating in your thoughts, do so. The book is Don't Believe Everything You Think. I'm in Philly, so okay. Okay, guys, have an amazing day. I will see you probably tomorrow night. And <laughs> I'll see you guys then. Have an amazing, amazing day. I love you too, and I'm, I'm glad that this is helpful for people that watch. Um, it's definitely helpful for me too. It's always reminders. Shell, have a beautiful day too. Um, adios. Okay, I'm going to repost it though so you can listen to it when you're just, you know, doing whatever you're doing at home. Adios. Thank you, Mayor, for listening. Love you guys. Adios.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 